watched a couple of videos and stuff and mm -hmm. I remember a day on this point of like resilience which you touched on mm -hmm. I remember a day early on where I thought ever, we had we, we, we were done because um some shit had happened some we'd been hacked mm -hmm. all of our clients had been emailed this abusive horrible specific email yeah. and I thought we were fucking done mm -hmm. and it was the day we, when we we're on our way to our team building day yeah. so everyone's on their way to like fucking paintballing or something 6am in the morning all of our clients like emailing me like abuse like yeah, cancel everything and having to turn the team around on a day which was meant to be happy and bring them all back to the office and say, listen, all your clients are gone, mm -hmm. maybe we're all gone, was a tough day. Um, there was dark days in your story. Yeah, uh, we, I mean, we had a few. Yeah, I mean, I don't find it the end of the world. Like, like I said, everyone's pretty understanding that we're gonna take big, big risks. The, I mean, we've had like lots of issues. So when we were a small business, someone tried to steal our trademark and we had to spend every penny to get that back. We spent, again, every penny we had to get the domain name, um, there was a point where we genuinely couldn't afford stock, so I was like begging suppliers to get a stock in and we'll pay you once we'd sold it sort of thing. But to me that was sort of, I, I wasn't, that wasn't a huge issue, I, I found that pretty fun actually. The first issue, the first time you had something big happen like that, yeah. did it feel, I'm, I, I guess I know the answer to the question, but did it feel different uh, when those issues happened today? And I'm trying to like, I'm trying to understand how resilience is created and from my perspective it's like you get past that first piece of bullshit right. and then bullshit piece number two you've got the hindsight of yeah you've, there is that that thing when you first start out and you think everyone's a really good person and everything's going to go okay and then by the time you sort of i guess while you're a few years in you realize that nothing ever goes okay and there's always going to be people that want to knock you down a peg or two so you just have to sort of be aware of that and and you know and just make sure that you're sort of bulletproof and everything that you're doing is for the right reasons what was the day where you thought you thought fuck we're fucked was there a day? Yeah. I read about a story on Black Friday where... Oh, God, that was, that was a fucking nightmare, that was. Yeah. yeah, Magento messed up, absolutely. The whole website crashed. On Black Friday? Yeah. On Black Friday, we were down for hours, literally completely messed up everything. Orders were coming in and the system was just, like, vomiting nothing out. Um, orders were delayed and the whole... Yeah, that was an absolute nightmare. But, um, and to me, that genuinely, there was no issues with me personally I had no problems like with me dealing with that the frustrating thing for me was that customers had come on and obviously Black Friday there's tons of new people coming on and they wanted the kit and they couldn't get it and they were being messed around and, and for me I, I, every single thing I took really personally um, and it, it, it did really upset me but we from that next Black Friday was the best Black Friday that we could ever imagine like we because of that and so well versed with making sure that nothing goes wrong going forward and again you know, touch wood, hopefully nothing does go wrong and at some point things probably will, but every time we do something big, every time we do a launch, a sale, a Black Friday, we've got plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, like we're making sure that, you know, all possible issues are covered way before. And then I think that was just naivety. I think going into that Black Friday, we were very naive. We were a very young business and we just sort of assumed everything would be okay. And in hindsight, I imagine that's been, because for the same as when we got hacked, like we didn't think about fucking cybersecurity until yeah. that day. And now we're like- And it's a shame, yeah. but you do have to think about those things. In a weird way, although it might not be the best use of word, has that been a bit of a blessing? Yeah, oh, there's tons of things like that, blessings in disguise, like you say, it's um, because how, how, however else would you learn? You just, you just wouldn't learn those things. So I think everyone has to sort of encounter some sort of issues like that before they learn. And I read that you um, you sent out like thousands of handwritten letters. Oh my God, my hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was writing every single person that had an issue. I, I made sure I wrote them all birthday cards. So every every um, week, at the start of the week, I'd have to sit there and write for hours. Like I'm talking like all day, birthday cards to every single person with a discount to make sure that, you know, we're, we're sorry. Because like, again, I take it really personally. My hand would 
kill by the end of those days. Isn't that part of the reason though why you, going back to the, the start point about like authenticity and having these values and stuff like that, isn't that mm -hmm. the, on that day a lot of people would have been like, oh fuck, mm -hmm. you, you literally, so you, on Black Friday, just to be clear, problem with your website, the website was down for eight hours, people mm -hmm. tried to order, they got messed around a little bit. Yeah. After following that, you spent days writing thousands of handwritten letters to those people apologizing. All the staff here, because it was a much smaller team, were working like, there was one guy that did a 38 hour shift or something like that. Like they were, the, the work ethic that I saw of everyone here was absolutely incredible. Like it was genuinely brilliant. That's part of your values though. That mm -hmm. design, like most people wouldn't write fucking 2000 handwritten letters. Mm -hmm. So that's, for me, that's also part of the reason you're here and why you're staying where you are is because you, care like yeah, a lot yeah. of people see it will see it as a business or like the numbers etc but you you're looking at it from a standpoint of what Gymshark's values are right like, oh i re i really care again like if i get a dm on my, on my instagram which i will you know inevitably we, we're shipping thousands and thousands of orders a day now inevitably something will go wrong somewhere and someone will message me saying i've got an issue that really hurts me i go absolutely mental the first thing i'm doing is i'm running up to customer experience and saying how the hell can we fix this you know how can we make this better because to me and again, the, th the thing, the problem with online is it's all numbers on a screen. It's very easy to get lost in those numbers, and, it, and it's very easy to become desensitized, desensitized to the fact that each one of those numbers is a human being somewhere in the world. So, to me, it's really important to make sure that everyone has a brilliant experience. Even, and do you know what? Even if the, the other thing that I'll say to everyone is, even if no one ever buys a Gymshark product, I want to put on Gymshark events so that these people can go and be inspired and motivated, and you know, in some way, hopefully, improve their lives. So, if no one ever buys a Gymshark product. To me, that's not the end of the world because I want people to be inspired and sort of be affected positively by what we do in some way. And what I take from that um, is that that authenticity and that really fucking caring um, over time will send your business in a completely different direction. Because if you if you imagine that care and that authenticity applied ten times a day for five years on little touch points, that will like in my mind that completely changes the trajectory of your business. Mm -hmm. So in the moment, it might those letters might not have moved the bottom line at all, mm -hmm. but long term would make Gymshark who they, like who you are today. Mm -hmm. um, which is really inspiring to me, actually, because I think customer experience is something that's often the first thing that's easy to forget. Oh, if, if anyone gives me a bad customer experience, I'll just straight up don't ever order from them again, because I think it's just carelessness. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud, so you can access it from anywhere. And the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky, and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks, so head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode. You are always one decision away from taking your business to the next level. 
And a decision that's helped me to transform my business is moving over to NetSuite, who I'm excited to say are a sponsor of this podcast. If you don't know already, NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. It's reduced IT costs because it lives in the cloud so you can access it from anywhere and the cost of managing and running multiple systems because it's in one unified business management suite. My team and I don't have to worry about tasks being manual and clunky and it means that I can be more efficient and to focus on more important things like bringing you the best episodes and guests on this show. So I become one of the 37,000 companies that have already made the move over to NetSuite. NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head to netsuite.com slash Bartlett for a free product tour. Back to the episode.